1: Dave Hodges here in the guest segment of the Common Sense Show. Thank you so much for joining us. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And we have a lot of work to do, and we need your help. Spread the broadcast, folks. I mean, that's really the best thing we can do right now. We are a nation being held hostage. And uh, Biden Harris should scare the hell out of you. We're going to be joined in just a moment by Dr. Ted Brower. health masters in fact let's talk about who makes this program possible let's start with health masters yes they are an advertiser here on the common sense show Um, five percent off all their great health products Uh, I credit them with saving me from probably two to three surgeries Doug Hagman swears by them as well too you can get every product every product for five percent off using the coupon code Dave five and uh, they have something for everybody. I'm, I'm telling you, folks, when the um, supply chain runs out, you're going to wish you had natural medicine. That's Dave5HealthMasters.com. And also, we're brought to you by Noble Gold. Who? Noble Gold. And if you keep your money in the bank right now, you're asking for trouble. $30 trillion in debt. The Democrats want more, more, and more. The dollar's not going to survive. So you need to get into alternative vehicles, alternative investments. And the Noble Gold IRA is very good because it's backed by gold. Your business fails, you still have your IRA. The bank fails, you still have your IRA. And if you get the IRA, qualified IRA, you will get a free gold coin. It's a fantastic organization. I went from being advertiser to customer several times over. Give them a call, 877 646 5347. 646 5347. And a final note here if you're not engaged in the Common Show.tv, our TV endeavor, you're missing out on a lot of in depth analysis with good investigative reporters, just like the guy we're going to talk to here right now, Dr. Ted Brower. Dr. Ted, hey, I'm glad you could join us. Man, I never thought I'd be living in a country like this. The whole time I've been doing independent media, I never thought i would see it come to this and i'm telling you i fear for my life under harris biden administration and i mean that in the order it was said
0: well that's exactly the order that it's in i mean biden will probably be considered senile probably within a year to two years and we're going to have harris and she's basically a hoe who slept her way to the top and this is just a nightmare this has actually happened she's a hard hard hardcore communist see the thing we have to realize is this. This isn't something that's been happening for the past four years or the past eight years or the past 20 years or the past 50 years. This has been going on for the past 100 years. It even started with Abraham Lincoln when the international banking community came in and decided – funded both sides of our civil war. And then Lincoln was basically money martyred because he wouldn't put a Federal Reserve Bank in that, that was taken out by – no, the, the, the president, um, what was his name? Dave, 1832. Andrew Jackson.
1: Andrew Jackson.
0: And so, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So his, Andrew Jackson took out the Federal Reserve, got rid of the Bank of America with Andrew Biddle, and they tried to get Lincoln to put it back in. When he didn't do it. They they killed him. So this, you know, they've been they've been involved with the deaths of some people say five to seven different presidents who wouldn't go along with their agenda. This has been happening for a long, 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 long time. And so we have to understand who's in charge and why they're doing this. I mean. When the Frankfurt School came into the United States back in the 30s, and this is that hardcore group from Gerth University over in Germany, I think in 1933, they moved over to the United States to bring their communist indoctrination into the United States. At that point, there were literally millions of people coming in from the Soviet Union for the last 20 years before that who were basically credentialed in our country as professors, et cetera, et cetera, not millions, but thousands of them. And they ended up being teachers in the universities. And when the Frankfurt School came over, they brought the communist ideology with them because they left Germany in 33 because they were afraid that they were going to be persecuted. And that point is when Samuel Untermeyer declared war on Germany on WABC in New York. So all of this stuff has been happening and percolating with this atavistic hatred of Jesus Christ for the past 2,000 years. And they're wanting to return the world back to a place where every thought is evil all of the time. What we have here is a Kabbalah group of people who practice out of the Zohar who are Satan. This is what they are. And, and they basically, you know, run the planet because they run the money supply. And quite frankly, Wilbur Ross is one of them. He's the one who, by, who bailed Donald Trump out back in 1989 for billions and billions and billions of dollars. And, and quite frankly, here's the deal. Donald Trump said he wanted to drain the swamp back, you know, four years ago, five years ago. But he didn't. He put in more CFR members than any other president that I've ever seen. He also put in all kinds of guys into the FDA and all these guys from Goldman Sachs and everywhere else into the administration. I mean, the Clinton Biden criminal cartel, Obama cartel, nothing happened to any of these guys. You know, These, these, these attorney generals have been absolutely useless. They mm-hmm. haven't prosecuted anybody, and we know how criminally corrupt both Clinton and Biden and Obama. Are, But Trump continued to surround himself with the same old folks, the same deep-state CFR globalists, as did Bush and Clinton and Obama and all of them. In fact, he again, like I mentioned earlier, pointed more globalist fellow travelers during the first term in office than his predecessors did in a comparable period. So in other words, we have to ask Donald Trump why he did this and why he didn't go after creepy Biden and Hunter Biden a long time ago and why these guys are still in the swamp. And so also, you got to be aware of what's happening with Camilla Harrison. And, and Dave, you're absolutely right. This woman is like a nightmare from the pit. You know, we need to realize who she is. We need to realize that Biden's going to be 82 years old at the end of his first term. He already has senile dementia. He probably won't make it to the first term. He'll probably make it for a year, maybe two. Then he'll decide to retire because he's not mentally acute enough, or they'll prop him up as a figurehead. And this is what they're going to do, and the same thing to do with Reagan. Ronald Reagan. I have to I hate to say that about Reagan, but after he was shot, they kept him medicated for almost the entire eight years he was in the White House. And so we need to realize who these guys are. I mean, sources close to basically, you know, Biden and CNN's Anderson Cooper and Obama's former campaign manager David Axelrod—they've all expressed the view that in the past few days, in that serial, Harris would be the front runner to take <coughs> over in four years. And this is what they're setting it up for. And besides that, the thing, Axelrod has spoken out. Now, he's really well-connected inside the Democratic apparatus. They're not going to put an 82-year-old in the White House. You know, Harris is being positioned to take over in 2024 and probably win again in 2028. She's just turned 56. So age isn't an issue. So we have to ask ourselves, how in the world does she get so high up so fast? And you got to realize who her husband is. This is Douglas Emhoff. Well, you know, he's supposed to be like the first husband now in the White House, right? But you got to realize he works for a multinational law firm, DLA Piper, in Washington, which also undertakes lobbying work. So there's a direct conflict of interest right there already. You know, the couples are already, they're already super well established and it's very wealthy, both of them, and they're already part of the establishment. Now, they knew that when they brought her in. They understood who she was and what she's going to do. Now, the big problem is the disconnect that we have among evangelical Christians and conservatives, who are unwilling to look at any of the things I just told you. The other day, I was listening to a talk show, and Steve Penacek came in last week, a week or so ago, and said that you know all of the ballots were watermarked with you know crypto ballots. That's not and true. They, I, that, I, know, I
1: absolutely reject I, that.
0: I do too. I do too. I, I'm going to say I'm fixing to discredit him right now. And he came in and said all this stuff. and said that all of these arrests were going to start last weekend, a week ago, you know, ten days ago. And I had people contacting me on my show saying this is going to happen. I said, no, it's not. It's a lie. He's CIA. He's a psychiatrist. He's worked in the overthrow of governments. He's on all of this stuff, and he basically is a disinformation agent is what he is. Now, here's the rub on all of this stuff. He got on a show and got 4 million views over the weekend on what he was saying, 4 million. That means the search engines were pointed at him, period. Nobody gets 4 million views anymore unless the search engine is appointed at you. Now, when we were younger, Dave, you and I, 10 years ago, whatever, with the Internet, if we did a really big broadcast that had a lot of good traction and it got picked up by other folks, it could get 4, 5, 10 million. I've got up to 10 million views on one show that I did with the dead doctors that I did with Hagman probably six, seven years ago. But after what happened four years ago when Donald Trump got in because of alt media – because Hillary was exposed to the Podesta emails and the blood cooking and the blood drinking and all the sick garbage they're involved in. She lost that election. It was a landslide for Trump. They couldn't allow that to happen again because this internet is the new Gutenberg press, and it has, it's a double edged sword for the globalists. And so what they've had to do is basically chop us back and strangle down the search engines and, change, and not allow us to have these kind of views. Penichick got four million views, four million I don't believe anybody told us each of the states has to print their own ballots. That means all 50 attorney generals had to get together and agree to watermark the ballots with a crypto encryption, so to speak, and allow that to all be tracked to basically set up a sting operation for the Democrats. First of all, an attorney general in a Democratic state is not going to do that. They don't want to be involved in any of that stuff, and they're not going to agree. Heck, they can't even agree who gets to use the bathroom, whether it's a boy or girl, the Democrats. They can't agree on this. So it was a complete and total lie that Penichick said this. I don't believe any of it, which at that point in time – and don't get me wrong. Sometimes he tells the truth. He really does. Sometimes he twists stuff. But isn't that how disinformation works? Yes. Isn't that how Operation Mockingbird works? Let's give you 90 percent reality and throw 10 percent of lies in. You'll know that 90% is real because you've done the research. So you assume that just maybe the 10% is real. And I told everybody, Penichick is straight up lying about these watermarks. Well, then he was on another show defending this and saying, I'm not a liar. I'm not CIA, you know, whatever. And so what's interesting about this is then he says, this is very, very telling. He says, the biggest disappointment I have are in the Christian churches and the pastors. Penichick says this, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, wait a minute. Here he goes again. And then the guy who is the host of the show says, well, the reason that happened is this. Is it's the Rothschild-Rockefeller ecumenical movement. <laughs> Total lie. Total lie. That started back in the 50s and the 60s I knew one person who was heavily involved in it back in the 70s, and it fizzled out because you can't get denominations to agree with each other either. The reason that we have no churches involved and no pastors talking about this in aggregate is this. The vast majority of the evangelicals who are out there talking about Christ, promoting their churches and promoting their fellowship, are Zionists. And the Zionists have been promoted through the Schofield Bible. And the Schofield Bible basically tells them that they're going to get raptured. The third temple is going to be rebuilt. The Antichrist is going to come out on the temple steps. It says this in the book of Thessalonians, declare himself God. And then we as Christians are going to get raptured and go to heaven and we get to watch everything from the heavenly grandstands. This is the rub with the Christian churches that we have, and this is why they're not involved, including what happened with the Johnson Amendment back in the 50s and the 60s when they took politics out of the churches, including what happened with the 5013C corporations, which these guys have these extravagant lifestyles in some cases, and they don't wanna talk to people on a national basis about what's going on, included that a lot of these people who are basically running TV networks and ministries are telling their evangelicals they can't discuss these topics as far as Zionism as far as the Third Temple as far as the Antichrist on their networks and by the way that's happened to me personally and I know that for a fact so what they're doing basically is ignoring everything that's happening and pretending like it doesn't matter Because we're all going to get raptured. Now, here's what I say to my Christian friends who are listening to me right now, because I am a hardcore believer in Jesus Christ. He is my Lord. He is my Savior. I was born again at the age of 23 in 1979 at Florida State University. To me, he is the Lamb of God. He is the Prince of Peace. He is my Counselor. He is my Good Shepherd. He is the Resurrection and the Life, the King of Kings, and the Son of God. So I am born again, and I'm a hardcore believer in Jesus. I talk about it all the time. But here's the thing most Christians won't do this any longer why because they don't want to offend Zionists, they don't want to offend anything that has to do with Israel Israel just announced today They now have new technology. They're releasing which will be voice-to-skull transmission Wirelessly that no one else will hear but you'll hear voices in your head Think well. What the heck's that? I don't know Well, whatever they want to do, I guess that's technology's been around for 30-40 years So now they're actually marketing it so you can be in a room listening to a stereo Nobody else hears it and it's in your head because it's being directed to you This is going to all be part of the 5G interface when they start doing all this stuff Where they can create a system in which everything all the time is negative As it says it was in the book of Genesis chapter 6 When Jesus said as it was in the days of Noah, Genesis chapter 6 So shall it be upon my return when basically he said that Jesus, God said that everything was negative all the time to the point. It was so bad that God flooded the planet and killed almost everybody on the planet. It was that bad. That's where they want this to go back to, Dave. And so we need to understand that the guys who are running the money supply, the guys who are running the banks, the guys who are running Hollywood, the guys that own almost every major corporation through interlocking corporate directorships and outright stock purchases are the same guys that are basically – worshiping via the Zohar, worshiping the Kabbalah, and they're Satanists. And they're the ones that are running the planet. They're the ones that have put this Biden-Harris ticket together, and they're the ones that have made sure that these guys weren't gonna talk about this from a Christian standpoint from the churches anymore. Remember, Karl Marx was a Zionist. Joseph Stalin was a Zionist. By the way, this is the same thing to me at the Bible when it talks about in the book of Revelation about the synagogue of Satan. Not necessarily that all the Zionists are part of that, but it's promoting all of that. Vladimir Lenin was a Zionist. And we need to realize that this whole thing is a Zionist nightmare that's basically being promoted now. And now we're going to have Douglas Emhoff, who's also a Zionist, Camilla's husband basically who's a lobbyist in Washington, basically sitting in the driving seat of the United States. So yes, we need to all pray and believe that they're gonna be able to prove the fact that we've been hacked. This election was a landslide for Donald Trump. This is a landslide victory for Donald Trump, bigger than the last election. The mistake they made last time is they didn't hack enough votes. And this time they were able to use COVID as their cover to mail out 80, 90 million mail-in ballots to allow Massive, massive, massive fraud to ensue. And here we find ourselves again in a situation where we've got to choose again between two people that basically are bad and badder, worser and worser. I know these terms aren't correct grammatically, but that's what they are. But Camilla and Biden are so bad that we need to hope that Trump wins because this lady will take us on a route to communism and to socialism the gun control and locking us down quicker than anybody. Now Biden has already said he's going to issue a national mask mandate. Well, he's got a little problem with that, Dave. He's got to go through the governors to do that. And our governor here in Florida, has has, Sanchez has already said, that he's not going to issue a mask mandate. There will be no mask fines. And he's reopened pretty much everything here in the state of Florida. And it's up to the individual stores and shops and businesses to determine whether you have to wear a mask when you come into their place of business. Now, the vast majority of where we are now, except for the big international companies like Costco, okay, they don't require masks anymore here in central Florida. Even the major hotel chains have cut some slack now as far as wearing masks in the state of Florida. However, yesterday with Costco, one of my employees, Steve, good friend of mine for the last 40 years, he basically – actually longer than that, 45 years – he was in Costco with his mask pulled down so he could breathe through his nose, his mouth was covered. They told him, the security did, that he had to cover his nose, and he had a grocery cart full of food, and they told him if he did not cover his nose, he had to leave the property immediately. He said he couldn't do that because he couldn't breathe. He had a medical reason. They said, get out of the store, and they threw him out, told him to leave. He walked away, and he looked at the guy. because there's eight people standing there at the registers, and they don't have masks on. That's none of your concern. You get out. You have to leave. This is the limit of their resolve even here in florida this is what they want they want to keep everything shut down so they slow down the velocity of money they can cause the economy to be crippled biden's already said he's going to close this down for 46 weeks the entire country and if he does that dave the damage that was done from the first shutdown which trump should never have agreed to will be much much worse this second time because there are already so many other people now that have lost their jobs this monetary stimulus has stopped now, Biden, these guys will probably pass a monetary stimulus again and get us even deeper into debt, but it's allowing the people to get used to communism and socialism and getting a check from the government for doing nothing, which is where they want to go with the cryptocurrency. They want to take the US dollar as the reserve currency and turn it into a US dollar cryptocurrency for the entire planet. This is where they want to go. So they can control everything the dots and dashes in your banking account. And if you're not a good little slave, all right, they can empty out your bank account. If you're not a good little sheeple, they can get you fired. I mean, they're saying now, you know, and this is what Biden wants, is that he's not gonna tell people if they come to work without a mask on that they're gonna be terminated. But he's highly recommending that their companies terminate them for not wearing a mask or not getting a COVID shot. This is where this thing is going. So you're absolutely right, Dave. The Biden-Harris, Harris-Biden, which is the correct term for that, is going to be an absolute nightmare if it goes through. It really, really will be. Yeah, well,
1: um, they're going to meet a lot of resistance. I saw a Rasmussen poll and a Gallup poll that said the same thing. Less than half the Americans plan to follow the rules of a second shutdown.
0: Well, no, that's that's, that's, that's exactly right. And here's why. You know, a lot of people got cru- They got crushed. Their businesses got crushed because of this. I mean, I mean, I mean, absolutely got crushed, you know? And, and see, we need to understand that either of these choices is going to be for the big banking cartels. I mean, look at this. I mean, John Abizad, that the Trump appointed ambassador to Saudi Arabia, he's a CFR member. Elliot Abrams, special envoy to Venezuela, CFR member. James H. Baker. Let me, let me stop for one second. A lot of you guys don't know what the CFR is. The CFR was done in lieu of the League of Nations from 100 years ago with World War I. The CFR is a group of globalists that are committed to a new world order and a one-world government. That's who they are. This is the CFR people, and these are the people that Trump put in that are CFR members. Barbara Barnett, Secretary of the Air Force, CFR member. David Boheme, CFR member. John Bolton, CFR member. You know elon kayo the united states secretary of transportation cfr member you know dan brulette secretary of energy cfr member richard clarida vice chairman of the federal reserve individual cfr member jay clayton cfr member gary Cohn, cfr member paul dabar secretary of energy for science individual cfr member jamie diamond oh god why would you point him to anything member of strategic and policy Forum, cfr member jim donovan treasury secretary CFR member and it goes on and on and on I could keep reading this for like another 30 or 40 people these are all the people that Donald Trump put in to his administration who have been committed to and have dedicated their purpose of their life to creating a new world order and a one world government this is what we have to understand so whether we put Donald Trump in or Harrison you know we're going to, have to fight this and we've got to continue to stand against this now here's what I really think happened I think that Donald Trump, when he first got elected, really thought he could make a difference. I really believe that. I really thought that he thought, well, I'm not compromised. I'm a business guy, and I can do whatever I want to do, and I have to play politics in Washington. And then he started to realize just how deep the swamp rats go, how deep they go. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and post a list of these entire CFR members on the healthmasters.com website in the new sexes so you guys can call them up and read them yourself and you can see who he's appointed but once we understand that the CFR was put together after the League of Nations failed by the Rothschild banking cartel they put the CFR together and they, it was like an offshoot of the masonic lodges to control global politics and global commerce by putting their members into this position of power to bring in a quote-unquote new world order and globalism so that's where we find ourselves right now so do i hope that donald trump wins the election i think he's already won the election do i hope he's declared victor well yeah actually i do do i think he will i have no idea dave i mean at this point in time they're talking about all of this proof they have but you know the guy in pennsylvania the judge only turned over a few thousand of the the, the votes instead of turning up over hundred thousands of the votes i mean this thing is so corrupt now could it be that
1: See, well, the, the Pennsylvania... Let me ask you a question. I'm going to be specific here. Okay. The um, courts have ruled that any vote that came in after 8 p.m. on uh, election night in Pennsylvania cannot be counted. Okay, so are you referring to a judge now that's made a ruling on specific votes on that? Yes, but I don't, I mean,
0: Dave, I don't. Yes, I don't have that in front of me, but I can look it up and I can post it on my website. Now, whether or not he's overruled by a higher court judge, I don't know. He but has here's been... the thing.
1: He has been. It's real clear. Uh, The Secretary of State could not order what she ordered. The Attorney General cannot order what they ordered to extend it an additional three days to the 9th of November. And the original ruling from the Pennsylvania State Supreme Court cannot move it to November 6th at midnight. It's November the the 3rd at 8 p.m. is the final ruling on this.
0: Will that be enough votes to put Donald Trump ahead?
1: Well, it depends how much fraud's involved.
0: Well, because because these, Ted, Ted, a lot l- of these, let me let share this with you. Go ahead.
1: I was contacted by a family member at 1 a.m. to they preserve the evidence on the website where the vote totals are right now, and I did, and then I ran projections, and in Pennsylvania, Trump, I mean, Biden would have needed 66% of the vote, two thirds, to overturn the direction it was going. He didn't get two-thirds. He got 96%. See, that they just brought in extra ballots and dumped them in at 4 a.m. That's after the deadline.
0: Well, that, that's, exa- no, that, that's exactly what I'm saying. You're, that's exactly right. So we don't know if these rulings by these courts, and we also don't know if the state's going to be able to certify these, and if the electrical colleges are going to accept the certification, there, and we don't even know if it's going to be going to the Supreme Court. So what we have here is another Bush-Gore mess. Remember, Bush-Gore, Bush-Gore it was 37 days before we got a ruling from the Supreme Court that basically Bush won, and that's when we were re- – counting these votes here in Florida over and over and over again. We had the hanging of the floating chads, if you guys remember all that, and they were having these ballots and examining them to see if Gore got the vote or if Bush had gotten the vote, and they were having to do a manual recount for the entire state of Florida. So this was a giant mess 20 years ago, and now most of this stuff no longer has hanging chads. It's all connected to an Ethernet cable in most of the Democratic states, which can easily be hacked and have the vote totals change before they're ever t- totaled and this is what we're gonna run into when you have 130 percent of the population of voters in a state vote there's something wrong and see again it goes right back to the amount of mail-in ballots that were given to all of the people in the United States because of COVID and now we've got COVID it's not getting any better it's getting worse and now let me explain, let me explain to you what I mean by that the COVID pandemic is a joke it's a lie it doesn't mean anything but they're saying it's getting worse and worse and worse, and it's not. It's got an unbelievably low death rate, less of the flu. And if you have enough D3, potassium iodide, C, and zinc in your system, and we've got a, we've got a you know protocol right there on our website as far as for your immune system at healthmasters.com. If you have enough of those nutrients in your body, you don't come down with COVID, and it's not going to affect you in a negative way. You still might catch it, but it's not going to be bad. You're not going to be hospitalized with a respirator. Last week, I had my birthday party here at the house. We had a COVID table here. We had four people that had, had the COVID. They'd all recovered fine. Two of them were in their mid-70s. And they said, well, it was you know bad, but it wasn't that bad. It was, went on for like three or four days, and it was over with. I had the COVID back in February. So did Austin. It was three days. and I, I admit, I felt pretty crappy. I felt pretty bad. But it wasn't anything – it wasn't even as bad as a cold. and It wasn't even as bad as the flu. However – if you've got an underlying health condition, Dave, or you've got a problem with, you know, obesity or heart disease or diabetes or particularly cancer, COVID will kill you dead, or the grizzly bear, it'll kill you dead. It'll drop, it'll, it'll I mean, it'll, kill because it, because it's a comorbidity. And what is happening is you're already so sick that this is going to be the camel that breaks the, you know, health back and kills you dead. And I had that happen to a friend of mine about two months ago. He's a medical doctor. His mom was in her 80s. She came down with COVID, and I told him you better get her on the supplements you better get her d3 tested you better get her on intravenous vitamin C and he goes well, I'm afraid they'll take my license away and I said what and I said well I don't want to be involved in all this because if something happens to her they may take my license away And I'm afraid that my sister will see what I did and then she'll file some wrongful death suit on me so he didn't so his mom died Now think about that for a second think about that for a second I personally believe, had he given her massive doses of vitamin D3, given her massive dosages of vitamin C intravenously and potassium iodide and zinc, that she would have been fine. But he chose to err on the side of mainstream medicine, and his mother died. So I'm letting you guys all know, if you've got a health problem, if you have high blood pressure, diabetes, cancer, whatever, and you're taking all kinds of meds, yeah, probably don't need to be running around in public right now because this stuff is a very very real disease But it is not a pandemic. That's a lie It's a big fat lie is what it is and they're using it to close us back down again to slow down the velocity of money So they can increase the m1 the money the volume of money and the money in circulation So they'll give them the ability at that point to reduce the amount of inflation we're having to allow them to increase the money supply And get off and get away from some of these derivatives, these exposures they put themselves into by getting rid of Glass-Steagall. That's where we are with all of this stuff. And the only people that have the power to shut the planet down, Dave, are the bankers, period, the central banks. And I have all my friends who said to me, well, as soon as the election is over with, COVID will go away. Uh, No, it won't. Our elections don't influence what happens in Germany with that communist Angela Merkel our elections don't have influence what goes on in France with that Rothschild appointed Macron. I mean, all of these countries are still shut down. I was supposed to go visit my relatives back in October last month in Germany. I couldn't get in. I could get into England and be quarantined for two months, but I couldn't get across the channel to get into Europe. I, I guess I could have hired a boat and stuck across and hopefully got there without getting arrested. But the problem was, it's still locked down tighter than a tick on a hound dog. Why? Because they want to destroy the economic powerhouse of Europe, which is Germany, and they're doing a pretty good job. They brought in millions of refugees that won't work, that can't work, that have 50, 60, 70 IQs. They can't be trained in complex machinery, and they basically have become wards of the state now because of Angela Merkel. I've got relatives over there now. They're calling me up. They're saying, we can't believe what's happened. We had a Muslim man kill his 20-year-old wife, cut her to pieces, and took her head off over here down the street from where we live. 'Cause he got mad at her and apparently she had looked at some guy the wrong way, so he just lopped her head off and put her under Sharia law. And they're like, We don't know what to do. This is awful. This happened to us now in our neighborhood. I'm like, Well, yeah, just it is part of what it is. I said, You can't mix cultures that are this different. You can't do it. Not without creating tremendous problems. Now, if they're not a, you know, jihad person and they're not gonna scream Al Akbar and run around and start lopping off heads and they try to live and assimilate, you can get along with them, okay. But once they get a certain percentage and a certain b- amount of them there, it becomes a major, major problem. And that's where they've reached to Germany. And my, and my relatives said, we don't know what to do. Germany is no longer a German country. I said, yeah, I know. I said, the last time I went to Frankfurt, it was filthy. The last time I went to Munich, it was filthy. And I said, in Germany 30 years ago, it didn't matter what city you went to, it was spotless. The Germans were – and I don't know why they're like this because my mom was the same way. They're about scrubbing sidewalks. I mean she would go out in front of the house and scrub the sidewalk." You know, it's not even part of the house, right? It's outside. But she would scrub it like every week with a scrub brush on her hands and knees because it had to be clean. Well, they're trying to mix those two cultures and it doesn't work, Dave. So, I mean, so we've got a major problem and this coronavirus is being used now as a tool to take down the United States, take down the businesses, take down the population. And it's going to get worse under Joe Biden if he wins. What do you think?
1: Well. I, you know, I think this could go a number of ways. The Pennsylvania ruling is critical. Um, It depends how much fraud they can cover. If Trump, Trump took North Carolina already. If he takes Pennsylvania, Biden's in trouble. There's, I think, enough in Wisconsin. Let me give you the numbers in Wisconsin, Ted. This, this really comes down to can trump legitimize winning and then what will follow in wisconsin at 1 a.m uh trump with nine percent of the vote uh left uh was in clear command and biden needed over 75 percent to win with the remaining vote that they were stating he didn't get 75 percent he got 111 percent fraudulent as hell and then they even had a report 101% hundred and one percent of the registered voters is reporting in two key counties. If he can overturn that and take Pennsylvania, then I submit we have civil war.
0: Well yeah that's that's probably what's gonna happen and now we have Barack Obama <clears throat> basically saying that the only reason that Trump won, is because it was a racist reaction to having a black man in the White House, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And Candace Owens has come out and accused Obama of hating America and says he has turned his back on the country. Well, I hate to tell you this, Candace. Barack Obama never had his back for the <laughs> United States. He hated yeah. the United States. His his wife, the it, she's had na she hated the country from the very beginning. Why? Because she's a transgender weirdo and she basically hated the United States. But Candace Owens blasted Barack Obama on Tuesday night accusing him of turning his back on the country. In an interview with Fox News, she said he was the only president who's ever come out of the White House hating America. I mean she's a very strong political activist, and she stated that white Americans were responsible for the Obama presidency, but he showed them a complete and total lack of respect, which he did. Mm -hmm. And she slammed the former president as absolutely despicable for the comments he made about Trump in his upcoming memoir. You know, Obama has claimed that Trump's rise again was a racist reaction to having a black man in the White House. It's total crap. Obama did more in his eight years to destroy racial relations in the United States all the way back to the doggone, you know, the civil rights era of the 50s and the 60s. He took us all the way back, back, back. And, guys, I say this as someone who lived through that. I was born in the mid-50s and 55. I was there when all this mess was going on. I was there when the water fountain said— white patrons only water fountain for, for the black patrons or negro patrons are in the back then they're done i saw that as a child here in the south guys and i asked my mom what does that mean why are they saying that i don't understand any of this stuff because remember she was from germany she didn't see it that way she goes this is something that's just native down here but that's so much racism was still alive in the 50s and the 60s here in Florida now it's worse it's worse now because of Barack Obama than it's ever been in my entire lifetime we put a black president in the White House the white people did that and he so hates whites and he's so racist and he's so gay it's ridiculous that he wants to say everything he possibly can against white men why because of the atavistic hatred of white men the protestant work ethic and the hatred of those who built the united states of america and i realized that a lot of what was built in the southern states was built on the backs of slaves i'm not even trying to dispute that point i'm saying that when the guys came over here the business guys came over here and the protestants came over here and the pilgrims came over here and all the people came over here to freedom of worship to find god and they started working their butts off off all the way from the 16 17 18 hundreds that We basically built this country on the back of the Protestant work ethic, period. And that's not belittling anybody else who was involved in any of that stuff. But he doesn't want to say that. That's why there's an atavistic hatred in Hollywood. That's why they've gone after the white people so hard in the media. And now Barack Obama, former president, the first black president in the history of the United States, has to hammer white people. What a putz. I remember I remember Colin Powell and I were good friends back in the 90s by the way he's also a CFR member if I'd have known he was back then I'd have mentioned that to him and asked him why but we were good friends back in the 90s on the seminar circuit and I told Colin Powell I said Colin will you please run for president this when Bill Clinton was president I said I will head up your campaign in Florida I will support you to the best of my ability I will do anything you need me to do for you to try to push you into the White House that's me That's in the 90s with Colin Powell. Well, I didn't know he was going to do the whole uranium tubes and all the other mess. And then he so threw George Bush under the bus in front of the U.N. that he basically ended up turning into a Democrat because of what Bush had done to him. But that's how much I was supporting a black man for president of the United States because Colin Powell was a really good, really nice guy. But this is Barack Obama's not. He was groomed by all of these communist cohorts along with Hillary Clinton to bring the United States into a complete and total communist totalitarian nightmare. And here's the problem I have with all of this crap. And it's all crap with these guys. They already did this once with the Soviet Union. They did. They tried it with the Soviet Union, with Russia. And remember what happened. The Rothschild banking cartel had so indebted Europe with the Napoleonic Wars that Europe had basically defaulted to the Rothschilds for payments. And the Tsar of Russia at that time, around 1812. They wanted to put a central bank into Europe and basically enslave all the nations in Europe, as they were trying to do here in the United States. And the Tsar of Russia paid off all of those bills and took the notes himself, so that the Rothschilds couldn't move a central bank into these different countries and control the currency. And they so hated him for that, they swore blood libel against the Tsar of Russia. And 100 years later with with Nicholas, they killed him, his family bayoneted him, rifle-butted him, shot him, machine-gunned him. Wiped out his seed from Russia. Then they put the country, into 1917, into an election that was so hotly contested that they ended up having a civil war in Russia. And the reason that the Russians, who were in the majority, finally gave up is they were being starved because these guys were basically taking the food, burning the crops, killing the farmers, wiping out supply chains. Even though, remember, they say, well, it was because the Russians didn't have guns. Well, that's not true a lot of the russians who were coming back from world war 1 fighting the kaiser were well armed the reason that they succumbed to to, 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 to that they succumb to the communist indoctrination was because they gave up they because this vocal minority you know this would be black lives matter this would be antifa mm-hmm. this would be the lgbtq whatever they want to be this week this group keeps screaming and screaming and screaming and you put them in power like you have with biden and with harris they could start shutting down food supply and everything else and create a civil war and then if trump wins they're still going to create the same civil war you know the difference is who's going to be in charge during the war see this is the rub that we have right now dave it's kind of like we're gonna have a civil war if biden wins harris wins or we're gonna have a civil war when if trump wins the problem is the war is probably gonna go hotter faster if trump wins why because this very vocal minority has primed the pump with the hatred of whites and a lot of self-loathing whites are also involved with this I don't know why people are mad they're white Somebody once said to me you're a white man how dare you be white and i looked at him i said well actually i'm proud i'm white i'm happy i'm white it's not like i had any choice when i was born what color i was if i was black i'd be proud i was black or if i was hispanic i'd be bl- proud i was hispanic i'd be proud of any color or race that I was born into why would I be self-loathing that's a stupid comment and they said well you shouldn't be happy you're white I'm like you're stupid go away leave me alone don't talk to me you're an idiot okay I don't put up with that crap the problem is the universities because of the Frankfurt School which I mentioned in the beginning they've indoctrinated the white students now to be self-loathing I talked to a girl four years ago when Donald Trump won we had gone to Greece and we were getting off an airplane and my oldest son My youngest son, Harrison, was with us, me, Harrison, and his mom, Sharon, and we were getting off an airplane, and Trump had just won. And some girl, we started talking politics. She's like 22 years old. She went to Clemson, and she started pitching a biatch fit right on the doggone tram coming out of the airplane. I mean yelling and screaming that Trump was a Nazi, that he was a fascist, and how much she hated him. And I said to her, I said, why is Trump a Nazi? She said, what do you mean by that? I said, most of the Nazis are dead. I said, they died a long time ago. Why is Trump a Nazi? I'd like to know. What do you mean? She starts screaming and yelling and cussing on the tram. And I said, and you say he's a fascist? Why is he a fascist? She starts screaming. She couldn't give me an answer, Dave, because she was indoctrinated by the communist college professors into believing that Donald Trump was a Nazi and a fascist. See, this is the problem that we have in in the young children, the young college students. They don't Understand what they're saying, and they don't understand why they believe what they say. And then when you start to educate them, they start to go, "Oh, I didn't see it that way. Oh, I didn't know it was that way." Austin, or uh, Alexis had a, a 19-year-old. She's got a 19-year-old boyfriend. Alexis is 19. This boyfriend's 19. In fact, Alexis is about to be 20. And my youngest, my middle, or my oldest daughter. She brought this boyfriend over the other day, and he was talking to me. He started asking me about Christianity. He'd, he'd been saved, and he wanted to understand it. So I said, you don't understand Christianity. And he goes, well, yeah, I do. I said, no, you don't. I said, if you understood Christianity, you would understand the power and the authority you have as a believer being a covenant with the creator of the universe. He goes, well, what does that even mean? So I proceeded to give him 30-minute explanation. He goes, oh, wow, I get it now. See, this is the thing that we have not done, Dave. We have not – you have because you have a son. He's awake. Everybody knows Austin, who basically is on with Doug Hagman all the time and is the co-host of my show. He's wide awake because we've raised our children in the way they should go, which is what the Bible tells us to do. And then it says when they are old, they will not depart from it. But we stopped raising little Americans. We've allowed the social indoctrination communist training camps we call schools to come in and teach them that there's 25 sexes when they're five years old. And you're like, wait a minute. No, it's true. it's true. I know, I know, so, I know. And so what happens is they're five years old, and it says, well, you don't have to be a boy, you don't have to be a girl, you can be anything you want to do. So a five-year-olds in a theta brainwave state, they don't have a filter. So whenever a voice of authority, like a teacher, says to you, you can be a boy or a girl, it doesn't make any difference. It doesn't matter what appendages you have. You can be a boy or a girl. So the little five-year-old, he hears a voice of authority say that in a theta brainwave, which is like a dreamlike trance. He believes them. Now – if they continue to tell him that until he's about 8 when he comes out of that theta brainwave state, it will be locked in and hardwired in his brain and literally it's almost impossible to get him to understand that he was lied to as a small child unless he has like a true born again experience that is filled with the Holy Spirit is going to show him the errors of what he was taught and then he has to realize that it was done to him on purpose. I mean, you take a little 5-year-old boy and he says I want to be a girl, so his parents say, "Oh, this is wonderful." Because they wanted to be hermaphrodite, an and they take him and have his penis and his testicles cut off, and they have him given, they give him a vagina, and all of a sudden he's like 17 years old, and he goes, "What the heck did you do to me? I don't want to be a girl. I was born as a boy." And the parents go, "Well, it's too bad. You were five They go, "But I was five. I was in a dreamlike state. I was in a theta brainwave. Say, what is wrong with you? Why did you let them cut off my genitalia?" This is the problem that we have, Dave, and we have a whole group of people now that are proud if their kids are basically hemaphrodites yeah. or if they're transgenders or if they're gay. And this is what has been taught to them by the Frankfurt School now for the past almost 100 years. And this is why we found ourselves there, because we stopped raising little Americans, Dave. What do you think?
1: Well, yeah, you know, I think that if, when Harris becomes president, I th- if it happens, I think that we're gonna see a lot of this. This is gonna be the norm. This will be what's taught in our schools. It's being taught now, but it'll become mainstream.
0: That's, Th- that's exactly right. Because remember what Bi- remember what Obama did. Remember the guy's gay, and he's queer. Just just be blunt. His his wife's a transgender. I mean, Joan Rivers straight called both out, and she wasn't joking. One thing about Joan Rivers, I didn't like her, I didn't, but she never lied. She just was a big mouth, and she would just tell it like it was every time she said it. And she just got done officiating a gay wedding and they interview her on the street and they said to her you guys you watch it on YouTube They haven't pulled it and she said they said when do you think we'll have the first gay president? And she basically says we already have that Obama's gay everybody knows and Michelle's a tranner, a tranny She's a transgender and just a couple of months later Joan Rivers had run her mouth too much. She was dead and now there's a wrongful death suit supposedly still going on, but it's not in the media anymore because the media controls the narrative. Mm-hmm. See, the media wants to create as much negative energy over this election as they possibly can. They want to create as much negative energy over the coronavirus as they can. They want to polarize both sides. Elon Musk came out now and said, you know, I had four coronavirus tests. Two of them said I was positive, two of them said I was negative. It's basically a scam. Okay. Well, the people who have ears to hear, they hear that. And they go see we told you it was a scam there is no coronavirus pandemic other people they don't hear him say that because they don't have ears to hear and eyes to see they'd rather believe the lie so what they do they basically say hey i don't believe that i don't believe it's a scam it's very real i had somebody that i know who died from it and you go wait a minute well so which is it but again what it does it reinforces the narrative today i got an email in and one of the, my friends asked me, why is it that some people, when you tell them the truth, they believe you at first, and then they go back later and they go back to their old way of thinking and they start listening to the mainstream media again? I said, well, that's primarily because of diplomacy bias because they don't want to believe that it's this screwed up. Nobody does. I don't want to believe it's this screwed up. It's this screwed up. And so they want to believe the name narrative because they're being constantly bombarded by Fox and everybody else about this stuff. And so they think, OK, well, this has to be real. This doesn't have to be real. So they get confused. Remember in the, in the movie The Matrix, there was a character. His name was Cypher. And, and basically he basically decided he no longer wanted to be out of The Matrix. He wanted to get plugged back in. So he is steaks and have his girlfriends and have his life and be a billionaire and be rich and they had promised him If you turn on neo and the gang and you basically allow us to put you back into the matrix We'll make you super successful. You have this incredible life So he actually does that he starts killing the other guys that are awake because he says now I wish I would have taken the blue pill well the blue pill means you stayed in the matrix the red pill means you came out of the matrix And that's the problem, Dave. A lot of people don't want to take the red pill because of normalcy bias. They don't want to believe everything they taught from the Schofield Bible commentary – the commentary, not the Bible. The commentary wasn't true. They don't want to believe that you know, the international bankers are out to get them. They don't want to believe that there's a child pedophile network that was run through Mossad, through Jeffrey Epstein with Ghislaine Maxwell and her dad before he died – that were taking young girls and turning them into prostitutes and raping them, statutory rape. Nobody wants to believe that. Quite frankly, I don't want to believe it either. And do you remember the Franklin cover-up? What happened with all that? With all the boys that were being taken in and all the raping that was being done with the Franklin cover-up? The United States it, took that and swept it under the doggone covers like it never existed. That's true. And then Ted, no, we, we pretend like it never happened. And then we had Ted Gunderson came out and said, back in the nineties. He was the head of the fbi for la county he goes people don't understand there's a giant child sacrifice trafficking network which operates out of la county and we have underground places where they're killing these children and trafficking them see this is all to feed their demonic gods and all the stuff they believe from the kabbalah and from the zohar And see we don't want to believe that because it's too hard just like cypher got tired of being cold and not eating his steak in the matrix, we want to go back in and get plugged back in. This is the problem we have.
1: I know, the Bible,
0: I know. The Bible says it this way. Light has come into the world, but the world has preferred the darkness. And that's where we find ourselves. Dave. And that's
1: exactly where we are today. Real quickly here, I want to, before we close, because I think that's a good closing point because this is where we're headed. But, Ted, you you have Health Masters, and we have about 30 seconds. So tell people how they can uh, order um and and why they should well 30 seconds
0: okay guys your health is the most important (laughs) asset right now you know you need to be on multiple powder vitamins you need to be on b vitamins you need to be on vitamin c d potassium iodide, zinc to keep your immune system strong it's absolutely critical that you do that because the globalists don't want you healthy they want you dying they want you sick and guys whatever you do you need to really evaluate if you want an RNA vaccine that'll change your DNA inject it into you. This is like a nightmare from hell. Something that oh, has to really? be so it's so volatile, David. it has to be stored at 88 degrees below zero. It's so reactive. Do you really want to put something that reactive in your body that has to be stored at 88 degrees below zero to render it inert so it won't react within its own self with its own test tube? What kind of junk are they going to put into you? So, guys, keep your immune system strong. Eat clean. Get some storable food. Yeah. Remember right? what I told and
1: you? Let me throw out that address. Healthmasters.com with a coupon code DAY5 for 5% off. Ted, my friend, we are flat out of time. Thank you so much for joining us. Always appreciate you. And uh, we'll catch up with you soon.
0: Thank you so much for having me on, Dave.
1: Thanks, Ted.